0: Well, hello there, my friend, and welcome to today's episode of Seven Figure Millennials, We're together, you and I are choosing to play the game differently. We are choosing, we are committing to prioritizing our happiness, health, and relationships while we build a business that creates a meaningful impact in the lives of the people that we love and generating the wealth for us to design a beautiful life on our terms, keyword our terms, that's very important, and it's also very important in today's episode. <laughs> so if you are here as a first-time listener, this is the first time you've ever heard my voice, or you're a seasoned listener who hangs out with us every single week. I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you sincerely from the bottom of my heart. I say it every single week. I don't get sick of saying it. It means so much to me that you are taking your time to expand and grow and listen to the incredible insights that I'm sharing from the beautiful humans that are being featured on my show that are making a massive impact in the world, because my goal is to pull out their best insights to help you to create a impact in the world as well. And so I'm super excited to introduce you to today's guest who is Justin Breen. And in this episode, you're going to learn so much, but I want you to look out for three specific things. Number one, how Justin has built his entire life around making black and white decisions. And that empowers him to spend more time with his family and collaborating with people to change the world. That is my number one takeaway from this entire thing is just Watch how Justin thinks and how he's been able to really quickly filter through everything so that he can spend more time with the things that bring him the most joy and fulfillment. So look out for that. Number two, look out for why you should name your years and number three, what it means to win the wrong game huge takeaway for me. Uh, so many takeaways on this on this conversation. So anyways, you're probably wondering at this point, who the heck is Justin? So Justin Breen is the founder and CEO of the global PR firm, Brepic, B-R-E-P-I-C, if you're wondering how that is spelled and exclusive connectivity platform, Brepic Network. His newest book, Epic Life features a forward from Dr. Peter Diamandis and has been the number one overall book for sales on Amazon Kindle. It also recently made the Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestseller lists. And Justin believes his life purpose is to be a connecting superhero for every visionary, abundance, investment mindset entrepreneur and to share their stories with the world. So before we dive in, this episode requires a little bit of context and we go super fast. So I just wanna unpack a few things so that you can get the most value from this episode. The One of the first things you're gonna hear Justin say is a series of numbers essentially. (laughs) So one of the keys to Justin's success has been leveraging something called the Colby a index. If you don't know what that is, it's a 36 question assessment that measures a person's instinctive method of problem solving. So I'm a huge fan of the Colby and what it does it's really unique because it doesn't measure intelligence, personality, or social style. It measures how you take action, the best ways that you take action. So it measures something called conation. anyways, The result of the Colby is a series of four numbers, um, the first number represents something called fact finder and that is how you gather and share information. The second number is follow through. That's how you organize information. The third number is quick start. And that's how you deal with risks and uncertainty. And the fourth number is called implementer and that's how you handle space and tangibles. So my score is a five, four, eight, three. So five fact finder four follow through eight quick start three implementer. Justin is an eight, six, seven, one with the same numbers. So I, I don't have time for a full Colby masterclass, but he uses it all throughout the episode and we didn't have time to dive into explaining it. So um, if you do want a full understanding of what Colby is and why I believe it's so powerful, I, I encourage you to go check out episode number 46 with Emily Melius, and that uh, episode is called How to Discover and Use Your Natural Instincts to Increase Velocity in Your Personal and Professional Life. And that is a deep dive in the topic of Colby. So if you're interested in leveraging that um it's really important. But at a high level, you'll hear Justin reference fact finder follow through quick start and implementer throughout it, and it's essentially measuring our instinctive ways of taking action and the people that he works with, what the characteristics of their scores are. So that's the high level on the Colby. And then also Justin references Strengths Finder a bunch, which is a test. You may or may not have taken it. That one is a more of a personality or strengths based test. My top five are strategic achiever futuristic learner and activator and Justin's our activator maximize maximizer and achiever so if you see him referencing those that's what he's referencing there and above all you'll see and Justin talks about this in his book it's he finds so much value in leveraging these tests to provide more insights, to double down on your strengths and also get clarity on who the people are that you want to work with and serve the best and who you can create the biggest impact with. So I think it's really, really cool to see how Justin has leveraged these tests to, to create a more bigger impact in the world and provide him the insights to help him design a life around his natural strength. So as I said, this conversation goes fast. You'll have to hang on tight. And it was a ton of fun to see Justin's brain at work. I have, mad respect with how he thinks and how he's able to synthesize information so powerfully. So absolutely for the right person, this episode can absolutely change your life. If you're a visionary um, specifically, because that is definitely who Justin works with, this is is definitely for you. And I'm already hard at work implementing some, some of what I've learned during this conversation. So I'm super excited to introduce you to my new friend, Justin Breen. If you had to pick between A, making a ton of money, B, being happy, healthy, and surrounded with people you love, or C, making a meaningful impact on the world, which would you choose? The good news is that today, we don't have to choose. So the question is, how can entrepreneurs like you and me, who have a vision for our lives and aren't willing to settle for anything less, how can we become financially successful and have a big impact while prioritizing our happiness, health, and relationships? You and I are on a mission to find out, and we have an incredible journey ahead of us. My name is Brandon Fong, and welcome to the 7 Figure Millennials Podcast. Mr. Justin Breen, welcome to the show. Super excited to have you here, my friend. This is going to be an uh, absolute blast.
1: Yeah, five four eight three uh, and eight six seven one. That's a good uh, good Colby combination. So I'm excited to see what comes from that.
0: Yeah, and for for those that heard that and don't understand what Colby is, we'll we'll probably cover that at a high level. I've done a whole episode on this, but this will be we'll kind of build on that. But before we dive in, I just want to give a a, a shout out to our mutual friend Waira. Who was responsible for connecting us? and also a shout out to Mike Cannings, who first introduced me to your work. Yeah. i'm I'm grateful for you both. Um, so I'm super excited to introduce Justin to you guys, and I thought a really good place to start Justin would be something that came from your book, um, and it's about one of your most prized possessions. So you kind of talk about this uh, <laughs> thought exercise. If your house was burning down, if your family's safe, there's there's kind of one thing that used to belong to your dad that you would run in and grab. I would love for you to share what that is and why it's so important to you.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I think of you um uh as a kid uh being a shaden of getting a free lunch and now you're talking to seven to nine figure, you know, entrepreneurs. So most people don't come from free lunch and become someone like that. So I don't I don't understand people that that don't um think like that, but you do, so that's why I think it'll be a a good conversation, but you know, the a good part of the reason why I think like that is um You know, people like us are usually born like this or you're not. I'm firmly convinced of that. You don't go from free lunch to this. You just don't. I mean, most people don't do that because they don't think like that. But um, So uh, my dad was 61 when I was born, 61. Uh, He'd be 102 now. Uh, he died when I was 13. He was a World War II hero, um, shot down multiple times in combat, many times without a parachute. You just get back in the plane. So you were shot down multiple times in combat as a child. You just got back in the plane. I mean, that's the only thing I understand. And then uh, besides my family, a wonderful stabilizing human pediatrician wife and two uh, unstable nine quick start sons who are uh, 10 and 8, you know, I'd save that diary. Uh, The diary he wrote um, from the Battle of the Hurricane Forest, a very deadly battle towards the end of World War II. I found it after he died, and I write exactly like he does, Um, just no nonsense, just right to the point, and it's horrific. I mean, it's just horrific what he went through and never made an excuse. So I just don't understand why anyone would make an excuse and not try to change the world. It's incomprehensible to me.
0: Mm. So talk a little bit more about your dad. So Meyer Mike Breen, you kind of talk about like, I think one of the things I love so much when you shared about this diary and you shared some of his writing in the book is that um the power that understanding your family history has had and what you can learn from it so like me personally it's actually really interesting we're recording this right now maybe that's a god wink we'll talk about that in the in the future but um my my grandpa is we just found out that he has cancer and um so I, i've spent i spent a lot of time with him recently but also i've been very curious to kind of like interview him and find
1: out about his right. history and yeah. i
0: found it to be very powerful so i would how love old to see
1: how old is e- he 84 okay so um and I mean, I'm being serious about this. Like, um, so my dad was born in 1916. So I easily uh, could be your your grandfather's age. I'm 45, but really, you know, I should have been born in, you know, 1940-ish. And so I was raised by someone with that type of wisdom. Um, and then 45-year-old body and then um, childlike mindset of like a five-year-old. Um, I'm like a child in a good way. Um, my wife, uh, it, who is a pediatrician, thank God, says she has three sons, uh, our two children and me. So um, I found <laughs> the really good entrepreneurs. Most of my days talking to entrepreneurs, I don't understand business owner stuff or consultant stuff or human employee stuff. I didn't never understood that. So I found the really good entrepreneurs are like little kids. Um, um, but no, I mean, if you don't if you don't understand where you come from, then it's really hard to know where you are, and then uh, it's really hard to know where you're going. So again, like you came from free lunch, so you understand that, so you know where you are and then you know where you're going. I mean, that's what I mean. like so most people don't they don't think about where they come from or they don't even know. and that's why that diary is so important um because it's just the highest level. I mean, man, Search for Meaning, Victor Frankl, that's number one book. That's the ultimate. No excuses. My dad's diary, it's number two. I mean, so to know that, and that was my dad. I mean, so, and then the older generation is the most wise, the wisest. So you can learn a lot. I talked to, um, um, again, I'm 45. i I talk to a lot of folks in their seventies, even in eighties. Um, one, cause I can relate to them cause I, I easily could be that old, but that's where you actually learn. Those are the people mm-hmm. that actually know the most.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I think just as uh starting building block as homework for anyone already listening is just, I've, found so much value in understanding your family history as you have, Justin, and in digging into your, your father's jour- um, journals. And it's just so when you you can't read the label from inside the jar, and when you have an opportunity to see where the wisdom was passed down from, I feel like it adds an entirely new flavor of context of like how your thinking was initially formed and what what biases you might have. And so I think that's incredibly, incredibly powerful. So um, I, I love that we had that context about you and where you came from. And I think, you know, I was saying before we hit record, your new book, Epic Life, How to Build Collaborative, global companies while putting your loved ones first uh I love going through it because it, it is as I said before we hit record it's like it, it's it's an expression of the way that you communicate it's very succinct very to the point you have right. 30 30 points um and so I, I think I kind of picked apart my favorite chapters and I I want to kind of build from a really solid uh foundation so I'm gonna I'm gonna skip way the heck ahead uh to chapter 22 <laughs> which is Icky guy and and I I think this is kind of I actually saw a Facebook post that you had put when we first got connected about your MTP or Massively Transformative Purpose. And I think it's really important as we build on this and share the insights that you've learned that we understand kind of the frame in which you're coming from. So I would love for you to kind of share your MTP and maybe a little bit of uh, insights on how you came to arrive to that
1: point i can i can hear your top five strength i can hear your strategic activator achiever futuristic learner (laughs) (laughs) so i am uh, not futuristic not an ideator i'm full activator maximizer achiever (laughs) so blah 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 result 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 simplify result um talk to me is meaningless without an answer. So most of the people I talk to, they're all over the place and then they they can't simplify. They're the ones that change the world, but then they, you know, they need to simplify and then actually, you know, create action. So I'm very grateful for ideators, futurists, achiever, activators. And they're very grateful for me because like, oh, here's your answer. <laughs> go, <laughs> go do that. Um, so um, again, you're either born like this or you're not. And Uh, I was just born with a story. So, you know, my dad, that's my dad. And then my mom was 27 when I was born and my dad was hit by a drunk driver. In his late fifties, drunk driver killed instantly. Dad broke every bone in his body. Never, never, didn't make an excuse, survived. And my mom was his nurse. And then most of my days talking to the top visionary hustler, endless courage. I, I still haven't met one with more than my mom ever. So here I am. I am just the you know, I'm the product of that, um, yeah. of that, and then my parents met when a drunk driver nearly killed my dad. So I just, I don't believe in randomness. That's a, and then for my dad to have survived World War II and coming from nothing, and his, for his parents to survive the pogroms in Russia and escape there and to come to the U.S. with nothing, like I just stopped believing in randomness. a long, a long time ago. So I was just born to be this person. And, um, you know, the purpose of my life is to be a connecting superhero uh, for every visionary who shares their stories of the world. So, I mean, that's besides hanging out with my family, that's it. Um, that's it. And then if you're not a litmus test for the people you serve, then you're a hypocrite. So I'm a connecting superhero visionary uh, who shares my story with the world. So um mm-hmm. doing that through the book and global PR firm and second company with uh partner, Mark Fujiwara, who came up. He didn't come up with the term, but he embraces ikigai in his life. It's a Japanese. Mark is, uh, his lineage is half Japanese, half Chinese. So the ikigai comes from the Japanese part. And that's just being in your your zone of genius in your zone of peace and harmony at all times. So that's where I am. And then that eliminates people that don't live in abundance. It eliminates that where they're afraid to spend any money and elim- it eliminates cost scarcity mindset and attracts people that will just write the check. So that's a lot of fun. Mm. So you're, you're
0: activate, activate, activate. So somebody might've heard that and talk about you being, uh, connecting these visionaries and sharing their stories and see the level of clarity that you have. So if you were to kind of poke at someone listening and they don't have that level of clarity right now, what have been some of the transformational exercises, thought processes, questions you've asked yourself that helped guide you to that level of clarity that you have?
1: Well, so what my brain does because of my Colby high quick start high follow through high fact finder, I've never met another eight, six, seven, If you know someone, I'd like to meet that person. I don't think I will meet that person, but, um, most of the people I talk to, they're very high quick start and little to no follow through. Um, so that's ADHD diagnosed or undiagnosed. It's not a disorder, not a disorder. It's a sign of genius. Uh, it's mislabeled by humans, but for people like that, it's much harder to follow through because they literally don't have, (laughs) they don't have follow through. So I have high quick start and high follow through, um, and very low in ideation, almost dead last. But if I have a good idea, activate, maximize, achieve. So I'm only giving you that background because I th- it's fair and it's, it's much easier for me to do that than someone with ADHD. Okay. So that, I mean, I, it's astronomically easier because that's how my brain works. And this is what my brain, this is what my brain does. So it's talking to ideator futurists, high quick start, lower follow through folks, And they're like, idea, 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 idea. And every now and then they'll say a great idea, a truly great one. And then if that happens, I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. I'll activate, maximize, achieve that into my life. More often, more often, one of those folks uh, provides a really bad idea. Hey, I torched my family. I never see my children never had anything meaningful in my life i'm up to 300 different things with no execution i have all these employees that i don't know what to do with i'm like well that's a terrible idea i'm going to activate maximize achieve not doing that so that's what my that's literally what my brain does um so very grateful for the ideators that change the world and they're very grateful for me cuz i can eliminate their their bad ideas and focus on the good ones like just do that so Correct me if I'm wrong, but what I gathered
0: from that, and obviously we've talked about Colby a lot, so we can jump there so people might have a little bit of context if they're not familiar with the Colby system. But I think mm-hmm. what I gathered in your language right there was essentially a lot of who, who not how language. Is you have surrounded yourself with people that complement and allow you to express and discover more quickly and iterate to kind of get to that level of clarity. And that's kind of what has led you through uh, the the awareness that you have today is through kind of constantly cycling through and then leveraging that information to get clear and clear at what you do is that an accurate way of saying it or no
1: yeah so again you're strategic one i i'm i am not i am activate one so i appreciate that but when you get the answer then you'll achieve activate it you just want you're going to keep asking me the same questions in a different way so you can get the right answer for your brain i appreciate that i think that's great um so if I'm not great at something, I don't do it or find someone else to do it. That's that's it, and then I'll follow through on it because I have fi- high follow through. You have four follow through, which is pretty high. A lot of a lot of the folks I talk to are three, two, even one. Um, they're three, two, or one, and it's really hard for them to follow through. And then you have your quick starts really high. You have true visionary quick start eight. Um, but then your strategic brain is like, okay, give me the answer. Give me the answer. Give me the answer. Give me the answer. Uh, that answer didn't work for me. I'm going to ask it this way. Give me that answer. that. So that's what you're trying to do. I can hear it. So my point is, I just talk to ideators, uh, visionaries, and then I just keep talking to them. And then I see the pattern. And then I eliminate people that don't fit the pattern into my life. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's very easy for me to do because um, people that don't fit the pattern take time away from me and my family. And that's what's mm. most important.
0: Hmm. I it's incredible how black and white you've you've gotten this to, which is just super right.
1: freaking cool and very well, if you very. The answer that's the answer. So <laughs> most people are 100 percent gray and they're very high in empathy and very high in includer. I'm dead last in empathy, second to last in includer. My <laughs> wife, who's a pediatrician, is probably one in empathy and two in includer. And partner for second company, Mark Fujiwara, who lives in Ikigai, is third in empathy. So I found collaborative empathy. My wife is 100% gray. I'm 100% black and white. I would describe Mm. Elon Musk as 100% black and white. Most people don't like and or can't understand him. Most people don't like and or cannot understand me. I'm okay with that because the ones that do, those are the ones that change the world. They're the ones that help everyone else. Mm. Um, And then they allow me to spend time with my family. And I'll keep saying that because for me, that's the strategy answer. There is no other answer. Yeah.
0: Well, so the other interesting part about like playing this particular role that I'm playing right now, which is an interviewer, is I also always think <laughs> from the perspective of my audience. So, like I have a I have a third no, perspective no, no, of this life. is a you're <laughs> being
1: a litmus test for the people you serve because you're strategizing brain, which helps again. if you're not a litmus <laughs> test for the people you serve, then what's the point? Mm. Um, so I, you're using your brain to help your audience, but but really, and this is not selfish. you're trying to you're trying to help your own brain, which is great. Yeah. Okay. So let's build on how you've gotten more to this black and
0: white world, uh, because I think that some of the, build, the building blocks that you've had are, are really important. So you alluded to it earlier, but uh, another, actually, ironically, last week, I interviewed Darius uh, yeah, who wrote the guy. book, The Core Core Value Equation, amazing guy. Uh, yeah. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to that episode, mm. but you alluded to your your core values. Uh, so we'd love for you to kind of share those and how you've integrated those as more of a black and white filter for yourself uh, on a
1: different level. <laughs> so you're, 5483 Colby and Darius is very similar to you. Give me one second. So, this is how my brain works. Uh, where are you, Darius? I'll find it. This is worth this. this, this he's a 6383. Three. So, there you go. Hmm. So, that's how my and brain but, works. There's the answer. And, and,
0: yeah. Okay. Well, well, I want to expand on that, but but before I forget, um, I have a friend that's seven eight six one, so which is kind of similar to mm, I, nope. I wouldn't say no, not entirely. Okay,
1: <laughs> no, nope, because they're 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 um in five years as a five years as an entrepreneur, five plus my firm has partnered with one person under a seven quick start. That six quick start <laughs> with eight follow through is much much different than a six follow through with a seven quick start. Or much different, <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, let's, let's go. And again, here, here, I guess I am
0: circling back. So talk about your core <laughs> values. So, so talk about your core values and, and how you've leveraged those as a, as a filter for yourself. Like, so what are they and how have you uh, weaponized them? I guess.
1: <laughs> That's an interesting use of weaponize. Um, I didn't expect to hear that word. Um, it's, um, it's more like magnetizing. It's more yeah. like magnetizing. Um, um, so yeah, again, so Darius is an eight quick start, three follow through. Um, he's a true visionary. The first line of his book I'm paraphrasing is he's built this incredible company and he's never, you know, he hated himself and he hated it. So I'm like, that's a bad idea. I'm not going to do that. That's literally, I mean, this is how my brain works. So, um, and then I talked to him on his show. I don't know, right when COVID started, um, um, right when COVID started. He's a, he's a true visionary, true visionary. And um, and the his book's about core values. So I'm like, oh, what are your core values? That's a good idea. I'll write a chapter about that and then introduce that into my life. And that has to do with the black and white aspects. I spent most of my life talking to people who had no idea what I was talking about. And so it was a fruitless conversation into, into nothing. And then finally found people who understood what I was talking about, like Darius, um, took most of my life, but then I'm like, oh, okay. So just hang out with people like that. And so my core values are spending time with family and, and connecting with visionaries. That's really it. Um, and then people that waste my time with nonsense, I just don't talk to them anymore because they Mm -hmm. take time away from me and my family. And then they're not going to do anything with what I say anyway. So, we only partner with visionaries who live in abundance and who look at things as investments, not costs. So there's no, what do you cost or charge? There's no nickel and diming. There's, it eliminates that. Um, it's really 0.1% of the population, but that's okay because 0.1% of 8 billion is 8 million. And then the 8 million folks are the ones that actually do something and then they, and then they help everyone else. Um, but by the way, most of those 8 million are black and white. There are exceptions, but most of them are black and white. That's why they're in the (laughs) 0.1%, but most of the, most of them are black and white. Hmm. So I think this kind
0: of ties to a chapter of the book that you have called winning the wrong game. Um, so, so we'd love for you to maybe share a little bit about that insight and how you learned it from Jesse.
1: Yeah. So Jesse Elder's a genius, um, he was off the grid for a while. I think he's back on the grid now. So Jesse, I, I don't know what his IQ is. 140 and above is genius. His IQ is, I mean, I've talked to a lot of smart people. He's right up there. Um, his IQ is off the charts, and he's a very high quick start, uh, shorter follow through. And um, so kind of right at the start of COVID, I was, I was asking him because like, you know, like you, I have interesting questions about people. And I was, you know, I was a journalist for 20 years. So you don't get into that for employee count or you don't get into that for material stuff. That's not why you become a journalist. So I was asking them, like, so all these folks on social media and in, in a lot of these rooms that I'm in, they're, you know, showing all this flashy stuff and talking about big exits and all this stuff. And I'm like, but they don't really seem that happy like they seem like they don't have anything meaningful and he's like oh they're just winning the wrong game like oh that's a good idea that's that makes sense so activate maximize achieve winning the right game spending time with my family and growing network on a global level I found all this material stuff kind of takes care of itself if you focus on family and, and focus on network but what I found is what I found is again most of my days talking to top visionaries top entrepreneurs not business owners, not consultants, not humans. Entrepreneurs, uh, to simplify, entrepreneurs most damaged people, most damaged, the very most damaged, with the best coping skills, the most damaged. What you've overcome, what I've overcome, um, like pair pair free lunches with um, pair free lunches with uh, abuse in house um, with. Uh, Bankruptcy with, uh, you know, multiple deaths in family, with, uh, don't know where you're going to stay one night. With, like, that is one of my, one of my PR partners, his grandfather was decapitated in Burma in front of him, decapitated, wow. uh, uh <laughs> it's entrepreneur life. So most people can't do this. They won't get into a plane without a parachute. Um, and, uh, then they went to Hong Kong, he and his dad with $10 in their pocket. Um, uh, and, um, And, uh, you know, they built two eight-figure businesses. And the third one, he hired my PR firm. to. He built an at-home, stay-at-home robot with a drone and pill dispenser to help people with Alzheimer's because his mom has Alzheimer's dementia. So he created a robot. So that's – most people can't do that. They're not – so. but that's entrepreneur life. And, um, you know, so many times, uh, you know, entrepreneurs, they, they have all this damage. And then the coping skills create massive company, massive wealth, massive employee account. Um, And then many times at the expense of anything meaningful. So I'm just focused on, you know, spending time with my family, winning the right game.
0: So, you alluded to it and you just asked those two things where you said you have two questions you ask yourself on a daily basis this comes from your book but did i have at least one one good experience with my family today and did my network grow on a global level so um i'm curious like when you say did my network grow on a global level are there specific ways that you're measuring that or is it just oh simply- man you're
1: afraid. you can- <laughs> so this is what i mean i know <laughs> I love it, man. It's funny because I I appreciate my brain does not think like this. Okay. It just doesn't like I, I will, I'm going to massage my brain to answer your question. So uh, I'm going to do it. This isn't easy for me, but I, I'm going to be malleable. So like, there's no strategy in this other like if I talk to someone that means my network's grown if I'm on a show like this people are listening and then I'm talking to people like <laughs> you so the network is grown but there's no like measurements like that I don't I, that stuff drives me crazy um and people that are like oh so business owners think like oh so if I'm in this type of publication. What is this going to do for me? I go, I don't know. Do you want to be in media or not? Do you want to, are you tired of being best secret? Do you want more validity and credibility? So like, do you want, do you want to build relationships with, with awesome people? Like, I don't know what that's going to do to your bank account. It's that's, it's, that's a business owner, uh, material measurement question. So like, Again, I have found that you just connect right people, people who get it, then they connect you to people who get it. And all this other stuff takes care of itself because as a (laughs) journalist, you don't focus on revenue, employee count. It's always been about purpose for me. Like it's never been about that other stuff. Now, I will say since becoming entrepreneur, uh, profit has gone astronomically up. Um, free time has gone astronomically up time with my family's gone astronomically up network has gone astronomically up but again it all starts with focus focus on family network core values and again all this other stuff without those other things it doesn't matter it doesn't matter well i mean here i guess here's another interesting insight for my brain the reason why i asked that question
0: is because i love i love having actionable takeaways and then something that I can measure against as far as like it, did I just complete it like I just so okay. so you answered my question in the sense that did my network grow you don't have it's for you it's just did I have effective conversations today with the right caliber of people and that's just kind of what you're measuring against I didn't know if it was more um elaborate than that so I okay I okay wait now you've is.
1: you've missed out now this is my sixth follow-through coming in okay so <laughs> like any time I've ever tried to do like more detailed measurements—it annoys me. It doesn't make me any happier because mm. it's like, oh, I have to hit this number. It's it's just complete nonsense to me. Mm. Um, um, I was in a group, uh, a very high, a very high level entrepreneur group, where the sole purpose was to get company to a certain revenue mark. And I'm like, who cares? It's like, what? I always ask people when they get to a certain revenue mark, well, what's your profit? Like what's your profit? And certainly not always, but many times it's like, well, very little profit or negative profit. I'm like, well, you're just that, again, that's an example of winning the wrong game. So like, I know this is me. If it doesn't work for someone else, that's fine. But this works for me. Um, If I have a good experience that day with my family and network grows on a global level, one, that's a great day. Two, this other stuff is taking care of itself. There's been nothing outbound No marketing gimmicks in years. It's just creating value for right people.
0: Mm. I I, I, very clear, very black and white. If you if you guys haven't sense a pattern, there you go. There's another another uh, enforcer of that. So I guess another thing that I have is a kind of a follow up to this. When you're talking about. you you talk about Colby is like such a part of how your brain thinks and acts, which is, which has been really interesting for me to read your book and now observe you mm-hmm. <laughs> using it. So yeah. you talk, you talked before about not mm-hmm. working with people that are seven quick start and below. Um, so do you, do you, again, this is another very specific question, but are you just judging people based on their ideas? <laughs> you, you de- <laughs> do you depend on them to tell you your Colby score? Like <laughs> help me out here, man. <laughs>
1: I'm laughing because my wife my wife think of the opposite personality as me and that would be my wife. Okay. So okay. She's loving, empathetic, rules, calendar items, <laughs> all these checklists and <laughs> don't forget to pick your kids up at school. Okay. Um, thank God for that, by the way. And so she's like, you have to stop identifying people by numbers. Like, but that's how I identify people. So if you want to call that judging, um, that's literally my wife would just <laughs> she would have had that's why I left, because she would have asked me like that. She's like, You have to stop judging people that aren't high quick starts. Okay, so this is where the knowledge comes from. And I'm an eight fact finder, which is very high. I've basically used that to see what someone's Colby is and all these other patterns. And then here's the answer. Okay. So if it's if it's been five plus years as an entrepreneur and we only partner with visionaries, we only partner with visionaries. And We've only partnered with one person under a seven quick start in five plus years. Well, (laughs) so uh, you can either continue to uh, drive yourself crazy by talking to shorter quick starts, or you can focus on seven or higher, which is what I've decided to do because those people actually do something in years one through five plus, and then they allow me to spend time with my family. Now, maybe the shorter quick starts will do something years six through 10. Maybe. I, I don't know. That's really up to them. Uh, but with almost without exception, with the exception of one, shorter quick starts do not, they don't take action. I, so, so you can continue to go down that path. I just have chosen not to. No, I, I agree. And I think it's very effective the way you've done it. I guess my question is, are you
0: sending people like the Colby test ahead of time to help you determine if you're working with them? Or are you just kind of leveraging (laughs) your pattern recognition to determine what their quick start level is? (laughs) Okay. Okay.
1: So that's a fair question. That's a good question a good follow up question. Um most of the people I talk to now have taken their Colby or at least know what it is. Okay. Some some people they don't and then I always I always send it to them if they haven't. I'm not I'm not Colby certified. Colby's not giving me any money to do that. It's just the only thing I write down before I meet someone is their name and their Colby score because if you're someone who's not going to do something, what is the point of talking to that person? There's no that's a pointless conversation um in my world because i'm an activator um and so it's very interesting to me i have found the people that do send the colby back when they haven't taken it before well your strategy i'll, I'll let your strategy brain figure this one out the people that send it back right away what do you think their colby represents the ones that have never Hi, quick start it? correct right those are the people that do something and by the way, those are the people that want to continue to do something. Um, so now people just introduce, you know, it doesn't happen all the time, but a lot of the time now people just introduce me to other people, like I introduce them to people. By oh here five four eight three meets three three nine three. That's all. That's it. I always laugh at these like long intros with like seventeen different sentences about a person. I go, I just want to know your Colby. That's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. <laughs> So, okay.
0: Hypothetically, I'm just playing the scenario of how you and I got connected. So Wyra connected the two of us and, and, and we were having a mini conversation. If I hadn't sent you my Colby score and I hadn't sent you my risk, like, let's say I hadn't taken it. I didn't send you my score and you're, you live in this world of black and white. Would you have refused the call? Would you like, like, I'm curious how you, no, uh... no, no,
1: no, 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 no. Because there's and your you are your strategy one two three four you're not you're you're all this other stuff is pales in comparison, um, which is great because then this is how you'll determine your future with your life. I think that's awesome. Why well, Rizzo an eight quick start also? He's a six three eight. So again, actually, I think that's uh, Darius's score too. So. So now you've mentioned two people with the exact Colby score. Same pattern.
0: I saw your brain just make a pattern.
1: I watched it, but that's, <laughs> so you have the answer. So if that's my whole, but that that's the answer. So, um, so what happens with, uh, I'll, I'll give you um two short stories, two short stories with that very quickly. So when I first started two years in, I was talking to people that had no idea what I was talking about. No idea. Uh, one of the guys, it's like, oh yeah, I don't have any idea what you're talking about, but the owner of my company does. You'll under, he'll really like you. So that was that person who ran the company is Gary Claybin. He's an eight quick start. Actually, he might have your. He's very similar to you too. I think he's a five follow through. And uh, Gary's most at peace when he's driving 200 miles an hour. He graduated first in his Army Rangers graduating class, so he's a true level of. It. So I was talking to him. And, uh, and he's like, you don't need to be in $500 year networking group. You should be in 10,000. So I joined that one. That was strategic coach. He's a coach and strategic coach. And now I'm in the 25,000 a year group. Cause it's mostly high quick starts there that understand what I'm talking about. So that was one. Then I was talking, uh, that's one story. And then I was talking to a, a lower than seven quick start. He's like, uh, I don't really think like this, but Hey, I have a friend Uh, across town who does and uh that friend was dan rogers who's a 33939 quick start and talk to him he's like oh okay let's let's do something so (laughs) that's that so i will talk to less than seven quick starts one time um um because because there is some potential connectivity there there is some potential connectivity there most of the time there's not but every now and then there is
0: Hmm. Well, here's uh, my synthesis of what I just heard you say. So I'm curious to see if this, if, so this is what I've gotten from you, Justin, is stop trying to explain and find people that understand.
1: <laughs> well, I just why would that... you talk to someone who doesn't understand what you're talking about? That's a exactly. Point. Well,
0: that's just, cause I think, I think that's what has been funny <laughs> about like you talking about your story. It's like you spent the first chunk of your career trying to explain to people that didn't understand. And then you that's eventually what you most just... <laughs> visionaries do most. Vi- yeah.
1: So, yeah. Visionaries are again, I don't talk to business owners consultants humans that's a terrible conversation so i'd spend you keep, keep mean, saying
0: humans can you clarify when you say humans like so people oh, that are oh yeah so my wife is a human
1: <laughs> she's a really smart human but she would <laughs> okay. never she would never be an entrepreneur she would never do that a- so entrepreneurs are aliens within their own family <laughs> community verticals usually entrepreneurs marry stabilizing humans usually mm-hmm. um but um you know i always ask people like us so is your spouse or partner a school teacher or social worker, pediatrician, engineer, a CPA. And they're like, how'd you know that? I go, well imagine marrying yourself. That would be a terrible I mean, it could happen. It does happen, but most of the time when that happens, it's complete disaster because there's no stabilization. Um but yeah, I mean I spent most of my life talking to people that it was just a pointless conversation. So now it took you know forty two, forty three years. Um because you know people visionaries they're you know one out of a thousand maybe it's probably less than that but if you keep having the conversation you finally find someone who understands what you're okay so i'll even i'll double down on that free lunch in 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 school for you how many kids mm-hmm. do you think that we're getting free lunches are now hosting a show where you talk to seven to nine figure entrepreneurs how many how many I've never met one. Uh, yeah, you won't. Maybe you will one or two, but that's right. So there you go. That's, <laughs> yeah. and then you're you're talking to mentors. What was the um, uh, the uh, uh, the woman? Uh, she was the CEO, and you're like, don't ask for money, ask for advice. What what did she Brenda say? Campbell? Yeah, uh right. if,
0: if you ask for money, you ask for. If
1: you if you ask for money, you get advice. Yeah. If you ask for advice, you get money. Right. Most people coming from free lunches are never going to talk to a Brenda. Can't it's not going to happen. So, but I just talk to people like you that will. That's it. Otherwise, it's uh, um, it it's just there's no reason to do it. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've tried to do that, and without exception, people don't do anything with that information anyway because they're not wired like this, and that's fine. They're just not. You ever done your IQ? Have you ever done that? No, I haven't. Uh, I bet you're like right around 140. Um, do you want a strategic answer to that sure okay yeah so 140 and above is genius that's one percent of the population most of the people i talk to are 140 well they're well above that um, and then many times <clears throat> uh, when you're that high you can't communicate human you there's no human you know it's mit brain caltech brain so there's no i mean it's computer you know no empathy. It's just completely a different planet. And so I'm 139, one point below genius, but it's, it's a perfect bridge. It's a bridge between 150, 160 to, to human. I can, I can see it. But when you're talking to someone who can't understand what you're talking about, then there's no, there's no bridge there. There's just a, it's like talking to a wall.
0: Mm. So this kind of comes from another section of your book that you, as you were talking about, I, I thought about it. So, this is the per- perfection of patterns direct line you say directness weeds out nonsense and magnetizes greatness so again if you've been listening this far you you realize <laughs> that 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 justin is direct as shit and it's funny i laughed so hard because i listened to a podcast you were on and what is it what is the word you describe yourself as a wackadoo is that visionary is that the
1: wackadoo yeah visionary I,
0: wackadoo and steve sims gave you that terminology because i, I yeah. that, that's what that's i, what I trademarked it though i trademarked it, after
1: <laughs> he gave it to me. so thanks steve thank you
0: I could just picture a conversation between you and Steve, and Steve just being like, "You're a fucking wackadoo." Well, <laughs> and then you
1: Steve's an eight quick start also, and he's a bricklayer. He's a bricklayer who became a connecting genius on a global yeah. level. So, you know, yep. bricklayers don't do that, but it's the same. Uh, it's the same pattern. So, again, that's why people like that are usually aliens in their own family community and vertical. The only people that understand us are top entrepreneurs on the planet. So Steve always I mean his book's great too. Love For, it. Uh, blue uh blue um blue fishing. Blue fishing. Yeah, blue fishing. Cuz you know, he talks about he was a bricklayer and um <laughs> he knew he wasn't a bricklayer. And <laughs> you know, then he figured out he wasn't a bricklayer. So I was an entrepreneur who happened to be a journalist. They gave me these weird jobs. They didn't know what that what to do with me, but you know, then then had job salary cut and couldn't find a job so started first company with zero business background i i was always this person i just didn't know it until job salary was cut now <laughs>
0: Well, if anybody wants to explore a little bit more of Steve Sims' land, uh, I've done three episodes with him, and those are those are some of the those are some of the most hilarious, uh, yeah. fun rides of an episode. So go listen to those if you ha- if you haven't listened to that. But so so Justin, you, I keep asking these questions, and you're laughing. So I feel like this is another one that you'll laugh at. Um, I but, know but- because
1: you're trying, because because again, I'm like a child in a good way. I think this it's hilarious to see how somebody's brains, and then they they can't help themselves. Like, I can't help myself with identifying people as their Colby numbers. My wife doesn't want me to, but I can't. And you can't help yourself with the, um, that's why you were mentioning your friend with the eight follow-through. That person is never going to stop following through. It might take them a little while to start, but an eight follow-through, like if I sent them a text, a hundred percent, they would send me a response. They would never be the, 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 not the last one to respond. Do you know what I'm saying? They would just, no matter what I sent to them, they would have to respond to it. (laughs) (laughs) So they would be funny. Like, it would be funny to, 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 to deal with that because they could, I know I'm a six quick start. I know a seven, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a six follow through. I know a seven. He's a very high level entrepreneur and I'll just text him because I know, I mean, this guy's, you know, he's nine figure entrepreneur. I'll just text him because I know he can't help himself, but to respond, it doesn't even matter what the response is. He just has to do it. So that's why if you know someone's brain or the pattern, like I know you're going to continue to ask the strategic questions. You're not going to stop doing it. There's no way your brain's going to allow you to do that.
0: Okay. So here's, I think I know the answer based on what I've learned so far. (laughs) You already know the answer, but you have to ask but Okay. So, (laughs) yeah. So here we go. So, so you have another quote that really stood out to me. I love it so much. Give to give, but only to the people who get it. Right. So so I'm I'm judging already, like Colby is a huge start for you for people on determining the people that get it. But like no. if somebody doesn't have access to Colby, like what are some of the ways that you are identifying and determining the kind of people who get it? Like outside of the, the numbers that are fed to you, what are um, some of the things that you're, the patterns that you're recognizing to understand when to give to someone and when when it might not, you know, when
1: they might not get it? I'm trying to think of, someone in the last two years where I where I've done an intro or give to give to someone where I didn't know their Colby I'm trying to think of this right now hmm. I can't think I can't think of an exception to that that's why when you said that I was like uh so you only you've you've only made intros with at least seven or higher quick
0: starts that's essentially that's, that you, cause is cause incorrect you... <laughs> that's incorrect
1: okay. because um, if someone is in uh same hometown, if someone is in uh collaborative spaces, if someone has um a show like this and they're under a seven quick start, um, but I know they're called, co- um, and I'm trying, I don't.
0: Because I think I, there's 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 a bias to the kind of people that would take a Colby have a much higher level of understanding of themselves and self awareness and are clearly well you know, they get it. You just answered your
1: own question. They get it. Someone who doesn't won't do that. They don't get it. Right. Yeah. If someone well, well, will spend twenty minutes and fifty five dollars on on something that tells them how their brain takes action. Why would someone not do that? That's what I mean. That would be. If you if you need a simplified answer for how your brain takes, I mean, that is the ultimate simplification, the ultimate. It's the ultimate thing um, that for how my brain works. And by the way, uh, for top entrepreneurs that I talk to, I mean, in, in Strategic Coach, I'm very confident saying that's one of the top, if not the top entrepreneur groups in the world. I'm very confident saying that. Uh, your name tag is your name. The industry you're in, not the your Colby score, yeah, and your that's it, yeah. So I don't, <laughs> I just they've actually added, um, they've added uh, your print score to that too. That's your unconscious motivators. Have you done that yeah. one? I'll send. That I have,
0: to y- you. I have, I have yet to take it. Yeah. So if you could send me, however, because I, I think I tried doing it, but their website was so bad, I couldn't figure out how to buy it. <laughs> so however, I could, however, I could do that would be great. But um, okay, you, I'll so, send it to you. so I'm I'm seeing. Now I just see a, now you, you, you got uh, my thinking a lot quicker, but now I see your quick, uh, now I see your thinking. So another chapter of your book is find your Babs or have your Babs find you. Um, So we'd love for you to, we'd love for you to tell the story. And I think that people start to see a pattern in some of the other stuff that Mm.
1: we've been talking about before. So. By the way, what my brain is doing now is I'm looking for the print to send it to you because I, I will do it immediately. I'll activate it. So regardless of whether it's literally during the show, it doesn't matter because my this is how my brain works <laughs> and I know the answer. So um, and I want to get it done because the longer you wait to do anything, the longer it takes for anything to happen. So uh, and, and this is just how my brain works. So if you're not a litmus test and you don't actually do something, what's the point? So, all right, I just sent that to you. Beautiful. Uh, Thank you. The website works. Okay. So, uh, uh, things that, hey, Find your ba- yep. yeah. Oh, no, I remembered. There, I okay. remember. Um, um, so, um, things that, a a child can do that a monkey can do. I have a hard time doing, um, uh, doing a puzzle, uh, uh, Legos Jenga Jenga is a nightmare for me, holding a pencil, right. Uh, tying my shoes. Um, so like in terms of the unique ability, what I'm really great at uh, folk, I'm really good at simplifying into patterns and connecting people. Very good at that, and I just stay in that. So anything else, bad idea. So for second company, building a, a LinkedIn without the BS, high price point, invite only connectivity SaaS platform. If you ask me to do that, uh, uh, <laughs> that would be that would be bad. That'd be bad. So <clears throat> again, in strategic coach Dan Sullivan is the co-founder. He. He leads the the sessions, the workshops. Um, he's the voice of strategic coach, and his wife, co-founder is Bab Smith. She's the visionary who actually built the company. Without her, there's there's no there's no company. It's just Dan giving speeches and and workshops, but there's no growth of company. Um, so I was like, "Oh, I needed to find my babs to build second company." And so their strategic coach has a, a thing called an impact filter where you fill it out and, you know, here's some things that have to happen. And, uh, then I started sending it out to some people that I liked and respected. One of those people was, uh, Mark Fujiwara, <clears throat> who's, uh, very high in empathy. He's a one, five, nine, six Colby. Um, and we're consciously collaborative with our unconscious motivators as well. We're both achievers and, uh, Uh, strong and self-reliance so I sent that to him and he's like oh that's a good idea let's do that and so I'm like okay great so Mark is what I would describe as a visionary integrator much as Babs is Babs Smith they're full backstage but they're they're visionaries which is very rare so he does all that stuff he deals with the building the company and and dealing with the uh the people build the the website designers and all that like I I can't do any of that and much like Babs has built strategic coach, Mark's, Mark is going to build Repic Network, and then it's a full collaboration, because I'm good at talking about it on things like this, and then writing books about it and getting in media, I'm, I'm good, and then talking to people about it, and then introducing them to Mark, and then he does it, he does everything from there. So it's like a baton handoff. Yep. <clears throat>
0: It's so funny because, you know, going back to the directness weeds out nonsense and magnetizes great lists, and also understanding that your empathy is your lowest uh string responder. It's so funny because it's like you literally give zero shits if half the people listening just dropped off because they can't yes, understand no, you. No, if
1: 99%, <laughs> try, I don't care. Well, because they're so not going to do listening. anything anyway. If you're still listening, then, well, that's my point. 99.9% of the world is not going to do anything with this information, but the 0.1% will. And that's, I, and it's not about a revenue thing, by the way. It's about a mindset thing. So my firm my firm partners with multiple billionaires, multiple billionaires, multiple gajillionaires. And I think in five years, there have been, I think seven or eight folks that have been dirt broke. And they just found a way to make the, they wrote the check. Why? Because they don't, there's no, what do you cost or charge? There's no scarcity. They just did it. So it eliminates people that won't get into a plane without a parachute. It eliminates mm-hmm. that.
0: So you've you've kind of I think I don't know if this belonged in your book or if I heard you say elsewhere. You've identified what is it four characteristics that you've identified that most entrepreneurs have. One is like oh, overcoming oh yeah. some.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I would love for you to
0: share those because you kind of you mm-hmm. kind of alluded to it, but I think it's really insightful.
1: Yeah. So again, entrepreneurs most dam- the most damaged people, the most um, with the best coping skills. So highest IQ, most courage, most will so that's what it is so the four things i haven't met one person uh top visionary that hasn't overcome at least one of the following four things most are two or three and now most of the people i talk to are threes and fours i would i would say as it keeps going higher up it's going to be all fours but okay that's interesting yeah oh oh you're (laughs) And, and if you'd like you can answer how many you are i think you're all four but we'll see about that i am three of four I'm three of four. So the four things are bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy, two, depression, three, the highest level of anxiety, four, likely and or possible traumatic experiences as a child or young adult. So humans, business owners, consultants, those are excuses, entrepreneur, visionary at the highest level, I will figure it out. Um, And then many times at the expense of anything meaningful, torch family and never have a family because it's built all this material stuff. So I'm three of the four. I've never had to worry about bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy. I don't think I will. I'm very grateful for that, but definitely three of the four.
0: I'm I'm one of the four. I mean, well, I mean, and I would even Only put an one? asterisk on one of. The, yeah, I'm I'm one. Um, and wow. I, no 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 bankruptcy and like, well, we didn't have we didn't have that many financial resources growing up. Resources growing up, like I had the world's best parents with incredible mindset, and so like there was lots of like you are even lucky. though we had I was very lucky, very very lucky. So, but as I as I heard that. I was just running through the people in my head uh, that, you know, featured on the show and have interacted with. And I, I found it to be true just based on what I've seen. And I think it inherently makes sense that the more successful you are, the more that you chuck out all four of those boxes. I think that was another interesting pattern that you found.
1: <laughs> so I'm you're the only one out of four that I've talked to in the last two years. That amazes hmm. me. Because every time I do this, I mean, every time with the exception of you, that's what's so interesting about this is that they, hosts go check, 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 maybe check or oh, check, 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 check. <laughs> You're the, that is- um... Depression and anxiety has
0: never been- a thing for me i don't I don't know what it is about my brain but like i've just i'm so quickly able and i've gone through some i mean compared to lots of the people that i've interacted with i haven't gone through the shit that they've gone through but the the stuff that i have gone through and maybe it's just because the, the way that my stories i'm really effective at writing the positive narrative when something does happen to me that i just right. like don't literally don't see it but um i mean like the the bad things that have happened to me like i have a really power powerful reframing capability of like turning into something that's really strong so like i mean i literally wouldn't I wouldn't take back any of the, the mistakes that I've made, but I think that right. that's probably a part of it is like, I don't,
1: the anxiety and depression doesn't catch me up as much. Well, one, I'm very happy to hear that. Um, I'm always looking for exceptions to everything. Cause I think that's interesting. Hmm. It's um, it's just, I can't tell you how rare that is.
0: I broke Justin's pattern seeking brain. <laughs> Uh, a few, few, few more questions, Justin, and for the for the friends that have hung on for their dear life for this conversation and are still playing with us right now. Uh, a few other really things that I loved uh, in your book. One of them was name your years. I think this is a really quick, effective takeaway that people can take, and I, I think I'm going to start this practice. I would love for you to share this one.
1: You know what's interesting about that is almost without exception, that has been the favorite chapter for most. Oh,
0: interesting. People. Yeah.
1: Um, and again, not my idea because I'm 32 out of 34 in ideation on strength finders. But so I found collaborative ideators, which makes sense. So one of those folks, great friend, great PR partner, uh, Joe Martin. <clears throat> Joe Martin um, he did a TEDx speech about it. Um, um, my PR firm helped him get that TEDx, TEDx talk. That, that's interesting. I never thought about that. So then he talked about how he names his years in that. And um, he's always, He's named his years. So I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. So I'll do that. And then, so 2020 was global growth. 2021, no limits. When you have no limits, there are no limits. This year, 2022 is Epic Life. So name of the book is Epic Life. That makes sense. And then 2023 will be NetWorks. Two words, NetWorks. So the second company is Network. So I found that saying that every day uh, whatever the name of the year is, it's a really good way to simplify not only the day, but the but the year in general. And I found without exception, since I started doing it in 2020, when you just repeat it or think it every day, they kind of manifest itself. It's been very interesting.
0: Love that. Um, I'm not going to transition between this. I'm just going to throw this out there because this is kind of how you are anyway. So Godwinks, talk about Godwinks. I thought this was really powerful.
1: Well if you come from somewhere where your dad was 61 when you were born and your mom was 27 and they met after a near fatal drunk driving car accident and then your dad was survived multiple uh, planes getting shot down in combat uh by the nazis uh (laughs) then wrote a diary of it uh so you have that after he died to serve as an example in a litmus test and then uh, I, I met my wife the day before she started medical school. <clears throat> um, and, uh, and uh, you know, so the list goes on and on. Um, I'd stopped believing in randomness a long time ago, like things are just meant to be. There are certainly exceptions to this. I have found that entrepreneurs, most of the time, they believe in, a, in some type of higher power, not necessarily religion, but a higher power. And I've found... Having those God winks, again, not my idea, Teresa Easler, uh, she's also a coach and strategic coach, I was talking to her about it, Uh, that it's not random, it's just kind of meant to be, that's been a comforting thing, Um, it's been a comforting thing to, to know that, to know that there's, this is what I believe, that there's something out there, like, The fact that my wife married me, that's the only power of, you know, the only proof of God that I need, because there's no logical reason that that makes any sense in any capacity. (laughs) And I always say that as a joke, but I'm not like, I'm not kidding. So I get um, it. Yeah. Right. So is your wife a stabilizing human? Yes.
0: Yeah. Right. (laughs) Her entire, her entire goal, her entire life has been a full-time mom. And, uh, so we're, we're. That's that's been it's been really really cool because she loves <laughs> loves kids so have fun um, I, great
1: is she a school <laughs> teacher or something like that? is she is she a teacher uh,
0: no 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 she's a nanny so she works oh, she works <laughs> with kids
1: perfect. perfect so her Colby's probably like eight eight one or
0: eight eight two uh, I will tell you I made her take it Leah is a eight seven three
1: three yeah so I already know right my wife's eight seven four two so okay. that's what I mean I mean so if that's the answer so you if anyone if for anyone who needs to know there's your answer so eight quick start marries a three quick start seven quick start marries a, a four quick start and my wife's probably now five she actually uh because I, I texted her the other day i texted her the other day as a joke but also being serious i go why do you even love me because it doesn't make doesn't make sense and she's she's <laughs> like, "Oh." She's like, oh, you let me you've given me the ability to take more chances in life and enjoy my life more. So you Mm -hmm. will and are allowing your wife to do that. And then she's going to give you some type of stability family because without her, probably a bad situation. Not definitely, but probably.
0: Yeah, I I think I've. As Lee and I have continued to grow together, Colby and like that kind of stuff is a part of our conversation, but it's like, it is super helpful. Cause it's like, you know, we graduated, we spent a full year traveling the world together. And like that kind of right. came from me pushing she that, we that. She would have never no. done that. She would have never done Yeah.
1: Right. No, she would have never, ever done that, which is great. But and then, and then, um, then she'll be like, hey, uh, Brandon, uh, don't forget to pick up your children today. And, uh, uh um, you know, hey, uh, you know, they need to do homework. Um, I know you want to like, uh, go paintball shooting with them, but they have to do their homework tonight. Okay, great. And then, um, our, my, uh, our sons are 10 and eight. The 10 year old is a a 2296 maniac visionary. He's me on steroids beyond steroids. And then the little guy, the eight year old, uh, he was a four, two, nine, four, uh, originator maniac. And now he's a 3297 pioneer maniac. So, my, At uh, what
0: point does the test cuz I know it's supposed to be proven to 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 not change yeah. but I would assume depending on what age you make your kid t- kid take it that's that's obviously going to be
1: a factor so you yeah. made them take it pretty early it sounds like. <laughs> the entrepreneur does never follows rules. You're it's Dynamite D Y N A M Y N D is Colby for kids you're supposed to do it in 4th grade. Oh okay. Grade. Uh 4th grade. I took it they took it the first time in 1st and 2nd they just retook it when they were in 3rd and 4th. The um the uh ten year olds changed from a three two nine six to a two two nine six. He's definitely okay. he's I mean he won't be able to work for someone unless they just let him do whatever he wants. Um, but he, <laughs> he's a he's a maniac entrepreneur in a good way. That's a compliment. Well, yeah.
0: Well, you you talking about your kids is a, is a great transition. I think we can start to maybe wrap things up. I want to be respectful of your time. But uh, I think the, the the last chapter of your book, and I want to talk a little bit about your family, uh, you talk about uh, chapter 30 is called Just Enjoy Playing. Uh, so you learned one of your favorite lessons that you learned uh, wasn't from mm-hmm. a visionary entrepreneur changing the world. He is a teenage soccer player named Xander. would love for you to share what Xander taught you and your kids.
1: You know, I got to tell Xander the next time I see him, uh, because he doesn't, I told his coach, in fact, I sent him the book, uh, that Xander was in the book, and I don't think his coach understood, you know, he's high school soccer coach, he didn't, I'm like, yeah, like Xander is a major part of this story, so I do, next time I see Xander, I got to tell him, I got to give him a copy of the book, but, so all these lessons, starting with my dad, all these chapters, they're like, From their ideas, from top visionary, no excuse, like full maniac, compliment, uh, changing the world. People, the very last one, which was my personal favorite, is from uh, Xander, who's now he's now in college. At the time, at the time he was a high school senior. He was uh, my sons. My sons, they're both they're uh, good soccer players. So he was their summer coach. He's a really silly kid. He's hilarious. Xander's hilarious and uh so we went to his high school soccer games the playoff sectional games uh um and so his last game they lost in double overtime to a a favored team they lost one nothing on a a header and um and so after the game the coach stayed with them for a long time because it was their last game ever for the seniors and i knew xander wasn't going to play in college so we waited we waited a long time. it had to be it had to be at least a half hour um, but i wanted I wanted to wait because I wanted my I wanted him to see my kids because I knew that would make him feel better in some capacity and then I wanted to hear what he said because I knew he'd say something interesting because when you're at your lowest point like that there's no filter there's no filter and there's always good advice when there's no filter or really bad advice, but I figured it'd be good advice. And so, you know, he was crying and kids came over to him and it's like, oh, guys, thanks for coming. Just want you to know, <clears throat> just want you to know, appreciate it. And then just enjoy playing, guys. Just enjoy playing. Because uh, when you lose like this, it really sucks. So and then he said, just enjoy playing. And I, I found that was a good way to end the book, but also a good lesson for any entrepreneur to, you know, because there's so many up and down, ups and downs in this world that just kind of enjoy enjoy the process, enjoy the ride. And that's what I really try to do, um, every single day, again, by putting family and network first, that's, that's my way of enjoying how I play this game. Cause this really all it is, is a game.
0: It's beautiful. Um, oh, thanks. We, we can, we can wrap up here. I have, I have like one other question related to family and we can, we can go there. I'll, oh, I'll go let ahead. you. Okay. Yeah. So, so, As somebody that clearly defines success as either networking with visionary entrepreneurs or being an awesome dad, the majority of this conversation, we've talked about the, the visionary entrepreneur kind of side of things. But um, for anybody else that that views themselves as a, a family man or a, a, um, a somebody that is prioritizing family, what are some of the most epic things you've had a chance to do with your kid as you've designed this life around being, being uh, an awesome dad first and foremost? What are some of the favorite activities or favorite exercises or things you've been able to do um, being an awesome dad?
1: You know, it would have been funny to do this interview um, 13 days from now, because I, I just booked a, um, a charter fishing, shark fishing uh, experience in um, the Florida Keys. Hmm. So we have a very good chance of catching a hammerhead shark, a bull wow. shark. Uh, there's a very small chance of catching a tiger shark. But the sharks down there are, you know, upwards of 800 to a 1,000 thousand plus pounds so most dads don't take their eight-year-old and 10-year-old on shark. uh they I don't think they do but your wife has uh, to remind you to not
0: feed your kids to the sharks she'll be on the boat
1: she'll be on the boat to do that um don't get too close no that so that's a joke but like honestly she'll be be like we have caught one shark already um in the Keys um Again, right at the start of COVID, that was a small nurse shark. That was pretty cool. Um, So by far, there's not a close second. But by far, the greatest gift of being an entrepreneur is that the kids get to see this world even exist. Because most, um, I'll I'll be a futurist for you now. Like your kids, most kids won't be able. You know, they don't have this opportunity to to see to see that this world exists. And this world is much different than growing up in restaurant. That's a totally different. That's totally different um experience that's business owner compared to entrepreneur totally different and that's fine it's just totally different and so Mm -hmm. you know kids can do whatever they want with it but you know we talk about colby and simplifier versus multiplier and Visionaries changing the world and technologies coming that will allow us to live to 200, 300 years and flying cars and going to Mars. And like, oh, there's actually people with the capital to do that. They're actually doing it. And and then just taking so much free time. I took them on a a baseball trip this past summer um, uh, to five, five games in five days uh, across the Midwest. The closest we were to you was Madison. We saw the Madison minor league team. That was fun. Nice. And, um, you know, then we stayed up late and watched uh, Family Guy and Rick and Morty, which is highly inappropriate for children that age, but it was fun. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so <clears throat> it, it's just such a gift to, to be able to do that. And then it's kind of funny because um, after school – I'm usually one of the only dads there. so I I've, I've, I've figure like uh, I've taught like an entire generation of children how to play football because their dads aren't <laughs> their dads are working all the time or they're they're not at home or they're not from this country originally, so they don't know how to play football. So <laughs> I've taught all these kids how to play football. And I get so much joy. I get so much joy in that uh, and then being the coach for all their teams and, mm. uh, you know, like that's, but you'll, you'll be doing the same thing. I mean, there's no doubt about that. And and then your wife would be like, oh, can you coach? And you're like, yeah, yeah. So that'll, that'll be great. You'll get to experience all those fun things too.
0: Well, so beautiful. <laughs> uh, it was, I, I can't really. It's, it's cool to see the pattern. I've, and, and just, you've set an example for me as somebody that has created a black and white world that has allowed for a lot of color to be had in your life. Like the, exactly. the, the 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 filters that you've developed to make it black and white for who you should be talking to, who you shouldn't be spending time with has just made it easy to do what's, what's most important for you, which is um, c- catching fucking sharks with your your kids which is awesome
1: <laughs> yeah so, black and white allows color yeah so what happens is is once a month i'll hear something like that and then um uh so then if when i do write third book maybe that'll be a chapter in it because like um so like the other ones <laughs> one is enjoy the cake life is one big project referral party oh i'll, I'll swear one is the rule of shitty <laughs> you just do something and you learn from it. Uh, hurt people, hurt people. That's a good one. Hurt people, hurt mm. people. Uh, Pyrrhic victory. So now there's black and white allows color. Now, a I lot of that. people aren't going to appreciate that one, but <laughs> but it is. I mean, when you're black and white like this, it allows all this color into your life for the people that get it. Yeah, beautiful. Well, uh, my final question
0: I love asking everyone and maybe you've already kind of answered it, but what does happiness mean to you today, Justin?
1: Well, today it means because the timestamp this where it's a Tuesday. So, and it's mid December here, but it's not too cold. So two I'll be getting the kids at school today and probably playing football with them for two hours. So that's what happiness means to me today.
0: Hmm, Beautiful. I love that. I don't want to add anything else on top of that. Besides, I'm just going to have a really quick conversation with you listening right now. And I just want to say you could be listening to any other podcast but you've hung on for a roller coaster if you're still listening to to my voice right now you are you are certified alien, if you made it to this point. (laughs) Uh, So I I appreciate you for listening. And uh, I've just enjoyed so much seeing, obviously Colby has been such a huge part of this conversation, but like seeing the way your brain works and your filters has just, it's been very inspirational for me. So I just the conversation I'm having with you right now is that this can absolutely change someone's life if you share it with the right person. Uh, My life has absolutely been changed by episodes being shared with me. And um, so you can absolutely make my day. You will make Justin's day if you share this and uh, it really, really resonates with someone. So I appreciate you for listening so much. Thank you for being here. And Justin, any final things you want to say before we head off today?
1: Just that I'm grateful to uh, be here and uh, thank God for my wife.
0: Mm, Love that. We'll talk to you soon, my friend.